I'm Neil Godbu, writer, journalist, proud shit disturber. I'm Michael Cass, an artist, and I don't have as many lofty titles as Neil. This is everything. Everything. Where were we? Where were we? We were yapping, we're about, yapping football. about football. Well, first, first, I, I, I do want to. We have mail. We have mail. That's right. Oh, oh there That's, will be letters. There will be letters. <laughs> oh, and for okay, you you do the mail, but we have a. This is like an anniversary. We've been together a year, Neil. Oh, oh happy anniversary, happy anniversary. buddy. <laughs> so, so this is our anniversary episode, and I think we had big plans for we it. We had big plans, and but it's, yeah, it's just kind of like whatever. every marriage big That's plan. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, so our mail. Yes, our mail comes from our super fan. Oh, great. BC Hydro Brit, my buds. Okay. Who who texted me, um, uh, what day was this? Yesterday. With a snapshot of of the Everything Everything episodes. <laughs> and she, she sent, said, all played, quiet trip to Longworth, I guess. Oh, because we haven't done? Haven't had a oh. new episode. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Just, that was so, probably my fault. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take the heat got for that. I have it a going? new. I have a new new job. It's going fantastic. But you're busy as hell. Busy. Um. It's it's it's. Oh my god! It's a five five day a week thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's really exciting, and it's yeah. and it's. Uh, I get to. I I realize after twenty years, that when a person. I guess living well has its benefits. Yes. Living a good life, trying not to piss people. Well, okay. Well, I, I didn't try to <laughs> try hard, but, but you know, just, um, yeah, uh, being kind, being, being friendly, being, being uh, just a good community person. And, and someone that people can count on. Well, I'd like to think so. Yeah. 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 So the, the, the position is I'm, I, uh, and the CRTC is interesting because Northern BC, according to the CRTC, is Squamish, Whistler, um, Salmon Arm, Kamloops. That's we, like my Rotary District. Williams Lake, Quinnell, PG, and Fort St. John. So those are my markets that I that I that I'm looking for content. So so content would mean so Shaw Shaw Spotlight. And here's the shameless self-promotion. Shaw Spotlight offers a free free access, right, to yep. content providers. Uh, there's three different sort of levels. We would do the whole show, which is a which is Shaw Spotlight feature. Then there's a combination of the the access producer, the volunteer, and the the spotlight producer. And then there's strict. Then there's solely. Um, Con, uh, uh, access producers content so they would do the videos the story the writing the directing the editing and the whole thing and and we would put it on Shaw Spotlight which is on cable TV and which is still and I did not know this but I was I was informed TV is still the number one uh, means of of uh, acquiring your content wow yeah, I, I I'm not surprised by that because we were talking about all the great football we watched oh, on TV. Oh my God, that is, and you know, like I've been watching f football probably since '74, 
four seventy five. Um, best game, the Bills and and the Chiefs. The best game I have ever seen in my entire my life. And that was the capper on a crazy weekend. Four crazy games, last possession. Last possession. That that decided the game. And then of course that, that Chiefs game goes to overtime. How it how did it get to overtime? How do you score a touchdown in thirteen seconds from your own twenty five? 25 yard line and we were talking, or sorry it was you know, a field goal they had to it was tie a field it. goal yeah the field goal to tie it but but uh but 20 what was it 28 points in a minute 52 yeah i could not uh and, and i was saying like these these young athletes are are in a position you know put in a position and it's and it's like i cannot believe you know the stress yep and the way they handle, and I, you know what, I really like Burroughs. <laughs> I like with his Cincinnati. attitude. Yeah, he with the Cincinnati. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's like twenty five years old, and you know what, he's like, it's a job. I'm having fun, and yeah. I'm going to the Super Bowl. And and he, he's like a couple other Joes that had a similar attitude. I think one back in sixty eight. And and we're very 69. successful young quarterbacks. Joe Namath, of course. And yeah. Joe Montana. And Joe Montana. Who who almost took a lunch bucket attitude to well, this is just my job. Yeah. And I you know, I'm just going out and do it the best I can and, and a little bit of showmanship, but also very much a just cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and and uh, and and I like and Namath, I really I, I didn't think Namath was that – I don't think he was that great a quarterback. What? There will be letters! <laughs> <laughs> he was good, but he I think he's in the in the sort of same realm as Garoppolo and Carr. Holy um, – <laughs> those quarterbacks suck well, and never they, won anything. That's a big difference. Well, they never won anything, so – so Mahomes has already yes. set his. He's already. He's probably going to be in the. At, at, I could say this at twenty six. He's probably going to be someday uh, be in the Hall of Fame. No, no right. question in my mind. Uh, uh, unless he were to get like catastrophically injured that would end his career, and I would say even then, the the numbers he's put up just since he became in the league. I mean, certainly one <clears> of the most <throat> successful young quarterbacks, like right out of the gate. Speaking of numbers, Stafford, Matthew Stafford, Detroit Lions, and uh, you know the Detroit Lions, <clears throat> the 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 Detroit Lions were in the the black and blue division, the the, yeah. the NFC North with the with the with Bears, your mighty with Vikings, Bears and the Packers and and the best team in the division, the Vikings. Um, so I really never liked them, but you know what? One running back who, uh, um, Barry Sanders, class act. Yeah, I always think, and you know who else does this? I think it's it's Cup. Yep, Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup will score a touchdown, and he just leaves the ball. Not in, not too much showmanship. He'll get a little excited. Barry Sanders used to give the ball to the ref and go back to the sideline. And they said, "Why do you do that?" He goes, "Because I'm going to do it again, and it's just my job." That was when when Marcus Naslin was <coughs> the captain of Vancouver Canucks. It uh, was often asked the same thing. Sometimes he wouldn't even. Uh, raise a hand in the air after he scored and and most times he would just sort of put one hand in the air when he scored and was asked the same thing right why don't you celebrate more and it's like 
I've scored lots of goals and I'm going to score lots more. Yeah. I, this is not something I'm going to get excited about. It's not, yeah. And it's a job. Yep. Yeah. And he's getting, and they're getting paid very well to do yes. that job. Yes, yeah. for sure. So, but Matthew so, Stafford's so, numbers were like in, in any other year, if if Brady or, or who retired. Yes. I mean, I, I was here. Good these, riddance. I, well, uh, you know. Yes. Gre- yes, greatest quarterback of all time. I, yeah. You know what? I'll buy that. I, yeah. I, I'll respect it for for what for he what accomplished is, yeah. is for sure. But good fucking riddance. Well, you know, and and I'm looking forward to next Thursday's awards because I'm hoping that Rodgers doesn't get the MVP. I think Cooper Cup, who we talked about, and I don't know why Matthew Stafford isn't in the in the conversation. Rodgers, Brady, so two old dudes, yeah. and Cooper Cup, who I'm sorry, is the league MVP. Yeah, I without without whom I don't think the Rams would be. No, and that's the no that's question. the definition of the. Of, the, of, the, the the Rams wouldn't have won their division, and the Rams would not have won their games. Yeah. Uh, without Cooper Cup, he he is he he is an MVP of his of his team and an MVP of his league. He is that guy is ridiculous in terms of of his yards after possession, and he doesn't look like your typical wide receiver. Speaking of wide receivers, I had to laugh. I read something about Chad Johnson. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Chad Johnson? He was a wide receiver for. He was similar to. What's that popcorn eating idiot uh, that played for Dallas and Philadelphia and 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 people just got rid of him. They didn't want him around, really. Popcorn eating idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he I remember, remember he threw the popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, Chad Johnson was the same way. Gold teeth. Right? Okay. Oco, uh, ocho cinco. Yeah. Right. Um, he invited all the wide receivers out for for breakfast, a Pro Bowl breakfast and there he was at IHOP sitting by himself and I felt sad for him but at the same time I'm like well I think that's kind of the bed you made yep right all those years ago yeah you know you made decisions to 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 behave a certain way and that goes and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier you you live good yeah things happen and 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 what I like about the uh, the NFL is 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 that one of the most significant awards they have it is the Walter Payton Award mm-hmm. for mm. uh, they call it the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, and and it is as valued as winning a Super Bowl, and that that award is for community service, and and each team nominates a player. Do you know who I was really surprised that got nominated? Kansas City, when he first came into the league, he was he i don't think he won he didn't win the Heisman trophy matthew safety safety or cornerback the member the badger the yeah, yeah. the yeah he was the whatever honey badger yeah. and he was the show off and blah 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 but suddenly you, i'm like a few years later i haven't watched the nfl there's a there's a young fellow that's matured become a, a great football player and a great person right right and it's good to see yeah, and, and yeah, and, and and I mean, it is amazing the stories of of the amount of time and money and effort that these players put in in their off time mm-hmm. to support their communities, to give back to their communities. It, it, it's it's actually quite inspiring. Who had the <laughs> speaking speaking of too much time and money on their hands? I think Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 
he's not one of those people that well, puts you know, a lot th- of time. Th- 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 <laughs> there's always a couple of bad apples, and uh, you know, and, and of course, uh, the NFL, just like all the other professional sports leagues, there's there's some really good, you know, giving uh, generous players. Um, you know, certainly the Sedins, their work when they were playing with the Canucks, with Canucks Place, and uh, you know, uh, you know, providing that. Uh, uh, you know, hospice care for for you know kids that were dying yeah. of of various diseases and and the amazing work that uh, they have done and continue to do even in retirement for that I, I just think is is amazing. But you know, we're we're dancing around the big question here: Who do you like for the big game? Uh, <clears throat> geez, you know, I'm I'm sort of like a. I, I like the underdogs, so I kind of like Cincinnati. I was, you know, I mean, when Sam Weish was the was uh, the, the the coach back back in like a, a long time ago, uh, late or early '90s, maybe. I thought maybe they would do well then, and they had they had Icky Woods, the Icky Shuffle. Remember the Icky yeah. Shuffle? Um, and and I liked um, I liked Boomer Esiason as the quarterback back then, right? And uh, but then. I, I, for some reason, like I said, Matthew Stafford in that whole team uh, at Cooper Cup and, and, and the other, that young tight end that came in and is, you know, and he just showed up, I think, because their tight end got knocked out early yeah. in the game. So there's a there's a sort of and, you know, and the Donald, game's in Donald LA. And, so, and, so it's a home game for the Rams. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I just want to see a good game. Yep. You yeah, I, I I don't want to, and, and it, it's it's considering how the playoffs have gone this year, it's been very entertaining. the the uh, The wild card round wasn't so entertaining. There was some blowouts in that, but ever since the divisional and the conference championships, good games. You know, and, and so is it going to be a Super Bowl? I hope not. And like you, I, I, I'm I can't cheer for the Rams. I. I, I did when they were playing the 49ers because I can't stand Jimmy Garoppolo. I have no idea why that guy's in the league. <laughs> um, yeah. I, frankly, I think he should be the, the backup for the BC Lions. Um, that's kind of what I think of Jimmy Garoppolo. But uh, I, I just – now that we're at the Super Bowl here and I have an AFC team that I can support, Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't cheer for the Rams. They're in the same division as, as the Seahawks. It's just wrong. <laughs> So I so I can't do it. I'll be rooting for the Bengals. I'll be rooting for Burroughs all day long. Well, I gotta I tell you what, San Francisco though Garoppolo aside, they beat the Cowboys, which which you know right then and there the season was 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 a complete season for me. Yep. Because I I, I just despise the Cowboys, Alan. I hope you're listening to this. Sure, the Vikings never even made it to the playoffs, but okay. Right. And, and, and we, you know, we do have to thank the 49ers for knocking out the Cowboys. And the Packers. And the Packers. <laughs> that special teams play was a killer. But um, and <clears throat> then we were talking about about uh, 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 who's on who's the best of the best of the best. So and Hall of Fame. And we'll let, I want to talk about and you mentioned it like the list. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. Okay. Right, but there's like more serious stuff going on too. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna be a downer. Well, though, I think it's c- quite funny how the right, 
the conservatives. You want to talk about the truckers now. I want to talk about the truckers. Well, All not, right. Not, not even really but the truckers. they're not it was the just whole, truckers. That's, that's the, thing. the thing, right? Um, I, want, I read a piece in the Globe and Mail about... Uh, you they, mean the lamestream media? The lamestream media. Uh who in your in your very eloquent article thank you are invited always invited to these things but then get abused when they do show yeah, up that's right and get maligned and and, 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 and I, I I had an email why don't you guys just go to these events undercover um you know we we do our work in the light yeah we we whenever we talk to people we always identify ourselves right it's it's not kosher to just kind of show up and start talking to anybody and then suddenly your comments are published far and wide it's you're on the record yeah you're, no. talk, you're talking to a reporter you're having your photo taken by a photographer or, is that, or, or a videographer so is that so i want to so is that a, a question of ethics or is that a question of legal ethics is it um le legal wise um if you hear something you can if I could be recording. Well, you already are recording oh, our conversation. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If everything's With permission. Worked. Yes. Um, but the thing is, you don't need my permission because you are part of the conversation. Right. So, so you are allowed to record any conversation you take part and not tell the person that you're recording it. As long as you're, what you're not allowed to do is record a conversation that you're not a participant in. Canadian law. Yes, that's the U.S. Canadian. law is different, isn't it? I think I think you have to have. I can't. I I, I, uh, I I can't. Re I can't remember. But anyway, it's, but I get what you're saying because it's it's like it's like well, why would I? Why do? Why do you have? If you're deceitful, like to what end? Like what well, are you exactly. up to? Like like why why do you need to be deceitful? And if you so, don't believe in what you're saying, and, and like I even got a I, I got a call the other day from the. You know, someone to complain about how how you know stupid and weak we are, and you know why didn't you cover the rally and whatever? The caller ID and number blocked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, boy, you you're really tough when you're you know anonymous, anonymous, and and oh, you guys suck, and the citizen sucks, and and you know you guys are just you know. You guys are going to be held accountable someday, right? These veiled threats yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and whatever. And it's just like grow a pair, like seriously. Well, I have to. So, so first of all, let's let's go. We'll, we'll talk about the truckers. And, and, I th and, and I'm a firm believer. I mean, I'm doing a podcast and, I, and I'm a firm believer in, in freedom of expression, right? Mm -hmm. Which I don't think is even really guaranteed in our charter of rights and freedoms it's it, it it's actually guaranteed to a, uh, to, to it, a point to a point yeah. under freedom of assembly yeah um <clears throat> right you you are free to assemble yeah. um but like all of our freedoms there's limits attached to them um right in terms of disturbing the peace blocking traffic um you know and in a lot of cases you actually have to get a permit uh, to have an event, whether it's on Parliament Hill, on the on city property, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you need mm -hmm. a permit. You just can't start having a big protest. But I'm all for protest. So, me too. I love protest. I think. I think uh, it's I, news. It's news. Well, it's 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 a 
it's the people exercising their right. And peaceful protest, there's always a place for peaceful protest. It's when those protests, first of all, get usurped by by uh, extremist elements with with a totally different agenda mm-hmm. than um, i.e. Pat King uh, and 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 the Marjorie Taylor Greene of Canada, yeah. Ms. Wexit herself, uh, yeah. whose name I I'm not even going to mention. Yeah. Um, mostly because I forgot, but <laughs> <laughs> I tried to I tried to be cool there, but. <laughs> I did mention Pat King. I I, I was just going with you. I was just going with you on it. Um, But, you know, and and I'm glad that the GoFundMe, uh, the people at GoFundMe said, look, we have to have some accounting here and some accountability. And these things need, we have to make sure that the money's going where it's going. So when when you donate money anonymously, right, you're either afraid to be, you're either afraid to be associated with a particular group of people or you are that particular group of people. So I, I actually, I, I want to invite someone, uh, a local person. I, I, I want to invite her to come sure. uh, on the air and maybe kind of spar with us a little bit about this yeah um because i have a lot of respect for her local lady and and she she has been supported right it's the whole well i'm supporting the peaceful protests i'm not supporting the the the, you know the assholes who Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. who whipped out the nazi flag who uh uh you know pissed on the tomb of the unknown soldier the the memorial there at the end of uh, elgin street um, who, who, you know, were uh, doing stuff to the Terry Fox statue, right? Is, is that she, for, for her, it's actually about the, 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 the mandates and the government overreach. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's the point she argues. And, and I do feel bad on, on one level that, I mean, there are people with legitimate concerns about the extent of the mandates, uh, the, 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 the reach of public health officials and, and, and the government and politicians and such. I get that. But on the flip side, I'm also, be careful of the company you keep, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 there, there is a guilt by association. And, and this is not unique to these protests, right? Is, is when Black Lives Matters protests happen, and, and I find this so ironic, that that I got, you know, I got I, I got an email from one fellow. Look at what Black My- Matters did. They, and, and this is a quote from one email: destroyed half of the U.S. and held their cities hostage. No, they didn't destroy half the U.S. And in terms of holding cities hostage, what happened in Portland, in Seattle, Minneapolis, Washington? was on a comparable scale to what happened in Ottawa in terms of parts of the city disrupted. Uh, And certainly, of course, you know, there were riots and property damage and whatever. But again, largely peaceful in terms of the number of people taking part, largely peaceful events, few bad apples who have nothing to do with black matter, lives matters, and just want to smash stuff and Nothing like, Nothing like January 6th. Nothing like January 6th. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, my and that's a that's a, a thing for me. But I really what I'm I find, I was <laughs> I was reading another uh, another thing, and I think it was in the Independent. Uh, was it? I'm not sure. The oh um yeah they they were saying that uh, many of the because of the conspiracy theories run rampant yeah that many of the many of the people that are associated with w whether the truckers want them to be or not are beginning to think that everything is a false flag so even the event itself is was set up by the by the by the liberals or by the by yeah. the left by the socialists by whoever to to make them look bad and i'm like no you don't need any help yep yeah you could do it all <laughs> you by yourself doing it by yourself why would they spend money yeah right to to to, to well, do that. but of course but of course that that's what exactly happened uh in the wake of january 6th last year right we mm -hmm. in, in the state so oh, it was you know antifa plants who who started all the violence yeah uh no no. And and of course, all of the criminal and and legal investigations since then have completely dispelled that. I think, <clears throat> and and to me, watching is from the sidelines because uh, um, I feel I feel yeah, like like I think we should have I think we should have that in light of the whole Joe Rogan thing. <laughs> <laughs> it took two old hippies, right? Yeah, to open our eyes. Yeah, because I'm uh, to be honest with you, we we have our podcast here hosted with uh, with Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, and I've been shopping around looking for a different platform to to um, to host to host every every other podcast too. Right. That, that I'm, and I think uh, my my uh, my list, my playlist this week will probably be uh, from Apple. Oh, iTunes, yeah. So there, well, there we go. There, well, yeah. well, welcome to Apple Music, welcome sir. To, well, I have Apple Music. I'm just not familiar with it. If I yeah. can listen to it in my truck while I'm driving around, yeah. Can I do that? You should be able to. Well, I I can. Well, well, then I will. Then I will. Then I will certainly look into to Apple Music and and I don't know. You know, suddenly it's like, why didn't I? Why did I not? You know, think of this earlier but it took some you know it took so, so, some prodding some eyes. prodding yeah. some yeah. prodding from uh from a couple of old hippies well right? joni mitchell and and neil young and neil right young. Uh, nils lofgren yeah uh there's some others that are starting to to migrate you know yeah. and it may it may it may come up it may become something bigger it may not who knows but i think there's a responsibility um yeah, there, we're in this gray area with podcasts and platforms opposed to publications. I this opens up a whole of a whole can of worms. I think it would be another For, episode. Yes, to talk about free speech in general, because th there is part of me mm -hmm. that finds the things Joe Rogan has, has said during, during COVID and his, his cynicism uh, uh, around vaccines, I, I have found upsetting, disappointing. And, and then there's part of me, it's like, yes, but... Can, Turn the channel. 
exactly. You don't like what he's saying, turn the channel. Now, th that's tough. I, l let's put it this way. I, I, I think if Joe Rogan didn't have the audience he had, nobody would care. True. And, 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 and certainly Joe Rogan has, has been nowhere as extreme in his views as some of the folks you'll hear on conservative talk radio. I, Rush Limbaugh was alive for the start of COVID and for mm -hmm. a significant amount of time when COVID was happening. Ale Joe, Alex, what's his name? Yeah, Alex Jones. Jones, yeah. You know, Joe Rogan has said nothing anywhere near as extreme as what those fellows are. And, and so I, 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 not that I feel bad for Joe Rogan. Uh, he's, he's made himself very wealthy. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel uh, sad I, 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 I don't feel sad for him one bit. But I do, uh, I, I, I don't think he should be lumped in with the worst of the worst. No, I, I agree with you there, but that, I mean, I mean, you can't you can't measure misinformation on a scale of of, of course, and and of, and it yeah. be, and 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 again, it becomes it comes down to, you know, be careful of the company you keep. Is, is that I, I would rather be on on, I I would rather be on on the the right side of this, and yeah. Anyway, it's just. Uh, it's it, it's been funny the, the the reaction I've also got to the to that piece I wrote about why we didn't cover the the the, the local uh, rally in support of the uh, of the truckers the the whole well you know reporters go into war zones all the time and you know put themselves at risk all the time well yes they do but they do so willingly. Mm -hmm. um, my my staff work at the Prince George Citizen because. They chose not to be war correspondents. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, as someone who has um, been in the middle of a riot taking pictures uh, very early in my career, uh, someone taking pictures in the middle of a forest fire with the forest fire firefighters, I chose to be there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could have declined that work. Uh, and said it was unsafe. I chose not to largely because I was uh, I, I, I was 23 and 26 at the time I did those things. I was young, I was fit, and I was fearless. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and, and, you know, am I going to ask my staff to expose themselves, particularly in light of the fact that we covered four rallies last year and it, it just got worse and worse. Are we going to cover these rallies again in the future? Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. But we're going to pick our spots. Yeah, well, it's one of those, it, it's, it's that old management adage, right? I, I'm not going to ask my staff to do something I wouldn't do myself. 100%. Yeah. Um, Freedom of expression and freedom of speech. Here's 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 our here's my here's my um, segue into into our our the rock and roll sector section of the show today. Uh, Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps getting better. Uh, first of all, remember what I said about Eric Clapton and his guitarmanship. Yeah. Uh, you know he's. There were no letters. There was no letters. You got away with I it. I just got away with it. But I mean, um, but for him to say that he believes that there's subliminal messages being sent and through the media and hypnosis it, to get people vaccinated, um, 
I'm I'm really concerned for his 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 mental his uh, not for me to decide. I'm not a doctor, yeah. right? But wow. But but this uh, this goes and 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 I I think we should do uh, flesh this out in a, in a future episode. Is is <clears throat> artists and not just musicians, but artists who have been been or continue to be politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back and listen to some of the comedy slash music that Frank Zappa did yeah. uh, in in the 70s, uh, it would certainly meet all of the... Uh, but, but again, the 70s were a time when on, on network TV, the most popular show of the day was all in the family, where... The humor was and they were pushing cut limits. to the bone mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. terms of the language, in terms of the subject. That show could never get on network television now. And when they did two those two episodes, I think that was just before COVID, they they did those uh, to honor Norman Lear, and and they did the where they had Woody Harrelson playing Archie yeah. and Jamie Foxx played George Jefferson. And really what it exposed was how, oh my God, like they got away with that. Um, but it also shows how <clears throat> that free speech has been tightened. Um, it's not as free as it was in the 70s. No, so there's, this, so there's this balancing act between being politically correct and being edgy. Yes. And, and I don't know how, where you go and how you figure that out, man. I mean, I think that'll be something that generations upon generations upon generations of comedians, musicians, actors, uh, everyone, <clears throat> media so, personalities will have to deal with. Yeah. So, I, you know, have I listened to much Eric Clapton lately? No, I've been no. listening to a lot of other stuff. And I've kind of seen the pronouncements. So I'm like, yeah, I'm disappointed. And you know, when I feel like listening to Clapton, I'll I'll put some Clapton on. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not going to let that influence me. I, I'm disappointed in that he would, but at the same time, uh, if you were to read my editorials and say, well, Neil, I'm very disappointed in your editorials. I'm not going to support the citizen. What? No, like disagree with it whatever yeah eric, eric i think you're you're uh i i would say see a doctor <laughs> get some get some, get a second opinion you know i i and Kiefer must yeah. have some yeah. spare drugs left over i know you're not doing the drugs anymore but maybe this that shit all caught up to you it could it could very well i mean i mean yeah there's certain amount of uh, my wife is studying uh to be a care aid worker Right. Uh, and so we go through these. I help her study for her finals. And part of it is dementia and some other things. And I'm not making light of it by any means, but I'm looking at the symptoms and I'm going, holy shit, man. You, get, I'm glad you're taking this because because I'm going to need some help. <laughs> <laughs> because the symptoms look are looking awfully familiar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So so speaking of rock and, and, and rollers. Air, Exactly, and Eric Clapton does have the distinction that at this time no one else has in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eric Clapton is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame three different times, mm-hmm. right? As a solo artist um, with the with Cream, Cream, and with was it with John Mayall and the yes. Blues Breakers? Yes, yes, yeah. And it, but he could have gone in with 
the bird uh the the traffic maybe no no <laughs> wasn't wasn't around long enough what no. they do two albums and whatever yeah. although i i i question why nirvana is in the rock and roll hall of fame and i there will be letters oh there will be letters uh for basically three records and one monster hit yes it transformed music but uh, uh, we talked about neil young earlier yeah neil young was grunge before grunge was a thing right so the, the, list. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has put out a long list mm-hmm. of nominees. Uh, so uh, Beck is up for the first time. Um, I think Beck has been quite, ha- has had a very interesting career. Yeah, I think he's uh, innovative. And, and, and longevity, I, I would say, is certainly on his side. He's, he's still putting out hit records. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that sound nothing like the records he was putting out when he first started out in the early 90s. So Pat Banatar <laughs> is up again. I, I, I don't believe she deserves a spot in the hall. I said it last year. I'll say it again this year. No, I agree. Um, pioneering certainly, uh, you know, female rock star at her at her time, but I, yeah, I'm sorry. Musically, I, it just yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Um, Kate Bush is up again. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're shaking your head, and I'm no. saying, in terms of innovation, influence, um, a, a, an artist that that continues to inspire a lot of the young women from Lana Del Rey to on and on who, who are uh, Fiona Apple, who are still uh, Mitski, who are still, I'm well, sorry, I'm, I'm quoting a whole bunch well, of artists then, and you're like. Maybe, no, no, I, I recognize some of them. Yeah. Uh, but then, then, then that's a case for Pat Benatar. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so Pat- what about Devo? Devo's up. <laughs> No, not at all. D- Devo, no. Devo's up. They had one, one hit, really. Yeah, it, you know, and it was, they were one of the first on. They, I mean, they maybe were pioneers of the the, the whole new video, wave right? and and, uh, and you know no, the the pots no. the pots on their head and and whip it good and yeah. yeah anyway, Duran um, Duran is an interesting one. Yeah, I mean longevity. Yep. Um, in the eighties, when you look at their when you look at their their records sold certainly yeah records sold hits I, I would I would give it to him yeah I guess grudgingly yeah uh, for his uh, this is the first year he was eligible and he's a nominee Eminem yeah you know I remember when he first well for starters he, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then they, that opens up a whole other. I know, can, right? And, his and, rap, you know, and, 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 the Beastie Boys, blow, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and there's rap, there's blues, there's jazz yeah. artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So that argument is actually Miles been Davis is in the Rock. And roll. Miles I Davis think, in the Rock, think, and yeah. and Dolly Parton is a nominee this year for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. For the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, I see, and and I would come at it from the number of rock artists who have covered Jolene. White Stripes immediately comes to mind, but others. Uh, the fact that Whitney Houston, uh, I, f- for a generation who had no idea that Dolly Parton wrote I Will Always Love You. Yeah. And Whitney Houston turns it into arguably the biggest hit of her career. 
You know, I mean, that's then every songwriter that wrote a song for any other. Are band you saying that Dolly that, Parton is uh, just every songwriter? No, I'm who not wrote saying it. that, but I mean, then every other songwriter should be eligible as well. You know, but then you could go back and influence the, as, a, as a female artist, just yes. in general, as a female musician, for sure. I guess we could look at it from that, yeah. that standpoint. Eurythmics. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Annie Lennox on her own is fantastic. I, yeah. think, I think Dave um, Stewart. Stewart is a fantastic producer. Yes. Like, like his and his time with the Traveling Wilburys. I mean, that yeah. alone, that aside from the Eurythmics. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's uh, Judas, I, Judas Priest. You know me, I'm not a big metal fan, but I think they should be in there as much as the Eurythmics should. I, I, Ju, Judas Priest, I, I find an interesting one just because Judas Priest were like Queen in many ways with an, a flamboyant gay front singer, you know, like, you know, front man. And, and, and the thing is for their fans, for, for the vast majority of their fans in a time when homophobia was very high. And in a genre where. Exactly. Where we're, and, and flamboyantly gay. And it was like, okay, well, what's the big deal? And it was more after the fact that they, in, in the case of both Freddie Mercury and Rob Halford, it was like, why did they even need to come out? <laughs> right. They, yeah. they, they were already out, kind but anyhow. It, yeah. I, so, so, you know, Judas Priest. Okay. Um, there's actually another, uh, a metal act, um, MC five. That's up. Don't know. A, a Detroit band that was as much punk as they were metal. I, I see. To me, now we're getting into fringe stuff, right? Yeah. And, and and yeah, I I, I just don't. Uh, well, I, who I, puts? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see who nominates uh, you know, the nominating committee. And, and, and of course, it's it's getting broader and broader. Uh, there's a, a, a world music African uh, entertainer, uh, uh, Fila Kuti, and I have no idea whether I'm even saying his name right. Who's who's on the long list this year? Uh, the New York Dolls. Who I I would lump into the same category as MC Five. Oh really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I would put them in with maybe the Arrhythmics and Judas Priest. Yeah, as far I don't, as getting in, I you know it, it's. I think they had it, it was more not so much their music, but the impact they had on on artists coming after them. And well, they, they certainly uh, before Duran Duran and before hair metal were right openly you know all of those hair metal bands of the early and mid 80s yeah. the new york dolls were years and years ahead of them yeah. with the makeup and the big mm -hmm. hair so uh rage against the machine another heavy act i don't i'm never i don't know their music to be honest yeah. uh, our friend lisa redpath a huge fan of rage against the machine i think she's seen them live once or twice I, I, if she were sitting here with us instead of on a beach in Mexico, yeah, well, she was going to be our she was going to be our our roaming reporter from Cartel Land, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we didn't have the right technical. We have the know how, we just didn't yeah. have the right stuff. He, here's a guy that I can't believe isn't already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I think it's a shame that actually he's he's not Lionel Richie. The yeah. the Midas touch. In terms of hit records, 
songs that he wrote and performed with the Commodores, yeah. and then his own, and solo, then his career. own solo career. I, I mean, I that, don't, yeah, I don't know why he is that. Here. That guy could not do wrong for I would say between 1975 and 1985, and a great producer, and and a fantastic producer, and We Are the World yeah. was also him. Yeah, he should be in. He 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 should be in. Should have been in already. Here's one that you that you might be surprised isn't already in and is a nominee this year. Carly Simon. Wow. Yeah, I think I think before Pat Benatar, before Dolly Parton, before uh, Kate Bush, I think I think Carly Simon should be in there before them. Who was that? I even texted you about it. Who was the? There was some great Carly Simon trivia that I ended Who up. Who was she singing about in in no, Your I, I'm, I'm gonna have to try and remember this. No, that her um, had to do with a, a black activist and her mom. And anyway, I can't remember. I ended up texting you about it because I was just so kind of worked up about it. Which leads to the last two nominees. Uh, Dionne Warwick. Um, Dionne Warwick has actually been nominated multiple times and has yet to be uh, named to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, A Tribe Called Quest, which is a 90s kind of hip-hop, but they were kind of out there. It it wasn't like the... The, the the gangster rap that is more known for the 90s that they were kind of out there a little bit uh a lot of sampling and just kind of different sort of soundscapes that they were doing so yeah i'm not uh, uh i can't find first of all i can't find the the text that you sent me about carly simon but I'll, i'm sure i'll come up find it um because yeah there was just something really cool about I remember, I think, vaguely something. Yeah, I'll, I'll remember. I don't think I'll yeah, try that, remember. that band that you just mentioned. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. By, yeah. Well, you know, just because I haven't heard of them yeah. doesn't mean they shouldn't be there. But I don't, I think there's, I think there are bands that, that all of us recognize and, and personalities that all of us recognize that should be in there before others. Well, and, and, and this is often the, 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 the thing that happens where I, I remember Slash of Guns N' Roses um, expressing this, that while he was thrilled that, that Guns N' Roses was named to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he was also quite embarrassed that somehow Guns N' Roses got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Kiss. Really? Before Deep Purple. Yeah, before be before these bands that that completely influence. that sold a shit ton of records and and were huge influences on him, how in the hell are they? I mean, Kiss is in now, but that that certainly was was Slash. Like, how in the hell is Guns N' Roses in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Kiss? Uh, and, and I'm sure Eminem, uh, yes, his first year of eligibility will be asking, w- would be asking similar questions about certain, you know, rap and hip hop artists that are eligible uh, or have been eligible and have not gotten in before him. And of course, just like we asked, how the hell is Lionel Richie not in there before? And if we're going to go from talent, artistic influence, cultural influence, 
Why was Dolly Parton named to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 20 years ago? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think it's because uh, we try and keep the genres separate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Except that they don't seem to care about that. No. Right? Johnny Cash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A, a lot of uh, country artists are, are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, the Everly Brothers, are they rock? Are they country? They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think we're missing we're missing I think I think what it comes down to is there's so many uh, artists missing from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that e haven't even made the list of nominees yeah whereas you know uh, others who are hmm right like like because I'm a blues man right like I love the blues and I think there's so so few blues artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when, when their music was the music that was... See, see, and the interesting thing is that blues is actually quite heavily represented, I think, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, really? So, yeah. right, I, it, Howlin' Wolf's already there. Uh, I think Buddy Guy's already in the Rock and well, Roll Hall of Fame. Better be. He better be. He better be. I mean, uh, one, of the, one of the great... Uh, Things that one of the great uh, versions of Sweet Home Sh or Chicago yeah. was uh, Bonnie Raitt and and Jeff Beck and uh, and J Jimmy Vaughn. I think Jimmy Vaughn was on stage. Jimmy Vaughn. <coughs> Why aren't the fabulous Thunderbirds? Are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I doubt it. I always thought, and, you know, and I got an education. Um, I always thought Jimmy Vaughn was um, was treading on his brother's coattails, Stevie, but I th it was the other where Jimmy Vaughn had a huge impact on Stevie Ray Vaughn. Right. And Jimmy Vaughn played with the Fabulous Thunderbirds, which were like, if you listen to them, they're like a, you know, they're pr they're pretty good band and 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 more rockabilly kind of texas texas rock right southern rock when i <laughs> when i saw eric clapton uh at the at the royal albert hall in london on blues night mm -hmm. um the very first guest that eric clapton brought out was jimmy vaughn yeah and jimmy vaughn stayed for the rest of the night uh, even when the other artists came out buddy guy mm -hmm. uh robert cray right when you know it was yeah it was the I mean, and they all stayed, but Jimmy Vaughn was on stage the longest. He was, you know, almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, just, and, you know, and they, they were all having a lot of fun and shit-eating grins just playing together, right? It was it was, it was, was really cool. There was um, a really good um, YouTube, YouTube video with um, Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck live at um, Ronnie, Ronnie Scott's. Right. If you find that, <clears throat> I highly recommend it. The, uh, the, the other one, uh, the, the one that came out about 10 years ago, uh, they, they put out a live record together. Uh, and, and I saw proof that Eric Clapton's not a complete douche. Uh, <laughs> I actually saw the concert because PBS aired it as a fundraiser. Oh, uh, it yeah, was It yeah. was uh, uh, Eric Clapton and uh, Steve Winwood mm -hmm. live at Madison Square Garden. Fantastic recording. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, and at that point, I that was my education of Steve Winwood's chops oh. in 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 the blues, right? And in that blue, I always knew he had that blue-eyed soul thing yeah. happening. Uh, he he's got some chops on the blues you, side of things you know for who sure. Else does too, and I mean, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to. Um, 
move on here or actually close it down soon. Because <laughs> we've second. been We're rambling. We uh, football, truckers, truckers music. music. John Mayer. Yes. Uh, in terms of contemporary in, artists, in yes. In terms of contemporary, but his he 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 cut his jobs. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> on yeah. on the blues. And 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 that's that's so interesting to see that these artists go back to the past and then become famous doing just something that they want to do that's uniquely them. And then go back to those. And then drift and then, back and, to and, it. And then drift back like. Um, uh, uh, who was it? Who was it that opened for? Uh, opened for Steve Ray Vaughan in Saskatoon. Um, Colin James. Colin James. Colin James. You wouldn't really think of him as a blues artist, but if you would have listened to him when he first came up in yeah. Saskatoon, and when he came here in, in Prince George at, in age yeah. fifty, he's a pretty good blues man. Jeff Healy, same same thing. Yeah. May he rest yeah. in peace. This episode of Everything Everything was produced at the Arts North Podcast Studio in Prince George, British Columbia. If you would like to be a guest or you have a topic you'd like to hear discussed, drop us a line, artsnorthbc at outlook.com. Don't forget to check out our playlists in the episode description. I'm Michael Cast for Everything Everything.